KXRN LP. Laguna Niguel, Laguna Beach. Member supported. KXFM on 104.7. KXFMRadio.org. This disclaimer is a statement notifying listening audiences that any opinions expressed on our shows are not representative of Laguna Radio Inc., its management, or its board of directors. Hello, this is Craig at KXFM 104.7 Human Crafted Radio. I'm here every Saturday at 9 a.m. with Rainbow Radio, where we discuss the latest news on LGBTQ interests and discuss on this day in history. Every week I have a special guest and we have interviews. Views again, Rainbow Radio, Craig, every Saturday.
wonderful things are the things we remember all through our life. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy yup, giddy yup, giddy yup, let's go, let's look at the show. We're riding in a wonderland of snow. Giddy yup, giddy yup, giddy yup, it's grand, just holding your hand. We're gliding along with a song of a wintry fairyland. Nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we. We've snuggled close together like two birds of a feather would be. Let's take that boat before us and sing a chorus of two. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Good morning, Laguna Beach. This is Craig and Rainbow Radio and the weather. Let's, let's get right there. Mostly cloudy early. Went no, no kidding. If you're up, you would realize <laughs> that it is very cloudy this morning. But it's going to clear. Uh, sunshine for the afternoon. The high is 69 degrees. Winds from the west at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And humidity at 54. So uh, it says the, the low last night was, 50, uh, was uh, also 54. And then we start Sunday with uh, mostly sunny, and then Monday is partly cloudy, and then get ready. We need it. We have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for the rest of the week. It showers, 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 and showers. Anywhere from 80% chance to 43%. So it's going to be a wet week, folks. And um, you heard it here first. I'm preparing you. Nonetheless... It could be four foot of snow <laughs> and you could be freezing in like 90% of the rest of the country. And so we are here grateful that we are in lovely Laguna Beach, right on the Pacific where that ocean temperature never changes much and keeps us nice and cozy in the winter. And uh, that's the way it is. It's, you can't see Catalina today. The fog is is there. But I have a feeling today uh, it's, there's going to be lots of sunshine this afternoon and it's going to be a beautiful day. Maybe even, you know, chance going to the beach. And speaking of the beach, we're going to get, when I say we, I mean Laguna Beach Pride LGBTQ has been spearheading an effort to get a rainbow-wrapped lifeguard tower. And the city said, how many do you want? Well, they actually said, do you want more? I said, we'll be happy to have one, but they're, they have as a course of business and to protect the community with life-saving lifeguards and um, to manage the beaches, which are now under their care, no longer under the county, which was a, which what was going on. They are purchasing four lifeguard towers to be placed. Um, I think all of them are on skids. They can be moved so that they can cover more territory and it's more economical. And that all makes sense. Um, they're going to put at least one, maybe two, at Camel Point, which we commonly refer to as West Street Beach. And we have, um, they have said uh, we were going to buy one for the city. Laguna Beach Pride was going to do a fundraiser and buy one so we could put rainbows on. And they said, hey, you know, we're, we're buying one anyway. Um, 
uh, and I had asked them for support in it, and they had given us support, and they said, well, as long as we're supporting it, why don't um, we buy it? Because we need one anyway. And if you're willing to step up to the rainbow colors, um, have at it. Well, lo and behold, a generous person, two generous people in the community have indicated that they are willing to, and they, I think they want to be anonymous at this point, so I'm not going to mention names, but it's uh, it's a couple, and they're donating the funds to get the uh, tower wrapped, which I think it will be wrapped as opposed to paint, because wrapping, like on automobiles, you know, you've seen them everywhere these days, um, is the way to go. And so we're thrilled, and we'll, that's will be what will be happening hopefully uh, in the next two or three months it'll get done but certainly in the time by the time for next summer when everyone is at the beach although we have beach goers here year round i have to say <laughs> west street beach is a very very popular beach yes so so good morning kxfm 104.7 craig rainbow radio here on christmas eve day and he will also be here on new year's eve day I don't know. I must love my work because I'm here <laughs> and it's important. Yes. So I'm going to start off with something different. First of all, I got to tell you, if you're, if you're eagerly on the edge of your chair waiting to hear what happened on this week in history, we don't have anything this week. I looked and looked at my regular sources and it seems it leaps off on the 21st and there's nothing <laughs> until January. So you know, they've taken a holiday, I guess, on what on what happened in history. Uh, so I have nothing to share, but then that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, get, uh, give it a break. <laughs> but but um, there are. I found uh, an interesting um, account of what's happened in the year twenty twenty two. Ninety nine good news stories you probably didn't hear about. How about that? It, uh, it was a year defined by lingering pandemic, by a lingering pandemic, rampant inflation, unstable economies, multiple humanitarian crises, a summer of climate hell in many parts of Asia, Europe, and North America, and more than anything else, the outlook of a devastating war in Ukraine. Whenever, wherever you turned, it's hard to escape the sense that things were falling apart. Yes. So, in, um, in fact, millions of people from every corner, uh, well, it's, that isn't what all had happened. Uh, the ones you didn't see in the evening news or in your social feeds, uh, too much of that, <laughs> unlikely as it may seem, 2022 was a year of uplifting human rights victories. Yes, extraordinary cons conservation wins, big milestones in global health, and development and unprecedented acceleration in clean energy transition. Those are all really good, honorable things. In fact, millions of people from every corner on the planet did their best to solve the problems that could be solved and stay open-eyed and open-hearted, I will say, in the most difficult of circumstances. So, uh, after countless hours, uh, these folks, I should give them credit, um, uh, well, I will in a second. Um, uh, spent uh, collectively focusing on everything that had been uh, 
been bad, mad, and sad in 2022, and perhaps worth spending half an hour learning what humanity did to achieve, um, you might be pleasantly surprised. So I'm, I'm not going to go, let's see, 99. I, I don't have, a, <laughs> in an hour, I can't cover all 99 uh, of these events. So I'm just going to hit the headlines on some of them just so we can spread some Christmas cheer and not feel that 2022, you know, had we listened to social media, we would think the world was over in 2022 and it was devastating, but there were some great milestones. Uh, number one, it was a great year for global efforts to end capital punishment. How about that? The death penalty was abolished in Malaysia, Zamb Zambia, and Central African Republican, New Guinea, Equatorial Guinea, and one of the most authoritarian countries, the most authoritarian country, and more than 70% of the world countries have now removed the death penalty. So I don't know how you feel about that, but that's what's going on, and I think that's, personally, I think that's... Um, Good, yes. As the Pope said, who are we to judge? Uh, who am I to judge? Con uh, countries tackled discrimination against women, women on several fronts. In Pakistan, passed, listen, you know, we hear all these horrible things about Pakistan. Passed a new law significantly strengthening protections for women in the workplace. They've got a long ways to go, but they did take a few steps here. I think also Pakistan, no, that wasn't Pakistan, but they... Um, uh, they removed them from going to school, but we won't go on that one. I digress. India's Supreme Court ruled police could not take uh, criminal action against sex workers and gave them access to social welfare, bank accounts, and voting rights. So if you're a sex worker, you get the same treatment as everyone else. And teenage mothers in Tanzania were allowed back to school after the reversal of a 20-year-old ban. How about that? Teenage mothers were not allowed to go to school in Tanzania. Wouldn't you think that maybe they would be the ones who really need to spend their time with an education to provide for their children and uh, okay, the U.S. Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade was a huge setback for reproductive rights in the United States, but around the rest of the world, it was quite the opposite story. Hmm. Colombia decriminalized abortion, and India's Supreme Court upheld the right to choose. Wow. And 73 nations, for 73 million single women, the first time legal question about abortion in any has been approved has been approached from the women, woman's perspective that's all good that's all good <laughs> um let's see in mexico and in uh quantana rue which i don't know where that is became the 10th state oh that's a state in sorry let's see how educated i am <laughs> state to decriminalize abortion and Sierra Leone took a huge, giant leap forward in liberalizing laws on the reproductive rights after the president's cabinet unanimously backed a bill to expand access to abortion, and lawmakers in Liberia set in motion a bill to do the same. Um, let's see, what else is some really good news here? Uh, other forms of discrimination were also ended in Slovenia. Many uh, became the first, uh, the 31st country to legalize same-sex marriage. How about that? 
Slovenia, put that on your travel list. Uh, Cubans overwhelmingly, this is, I, I don't get because they've been so anti-gay um, for so, so long. And all of a sudden, there's like a flashover in Cuba. And some people say, I'm from Cuba. No. Cubans overwhelmingly backed same-sex marriage in a referendum that the last two states, like the last two states in Mexico, and legalized it. Meaning love is now allowed everywhere in the 10th most populous nation in the world. The whole of Mexico shines with a huge rainbow. Love is love. That's amazing. In Canada, New Zealand, and Greece, all officially banned conversion therapy this year. And Israel and India took their first steps towards finally outlawing it. Singapore effectively decriminalized homosexuality, and Antigua and Barbuda decriminalized gay sex, removing a colonial-era law. There's those colonial-era laws again. Sorry, Lynn. <laughs> oh, but I digress. <laughs> uh, a court in Kuwait overturned legislation used to prosecute transgender people. How about that? In Kuwait, who would have thought? Ireland passed new laws protecting transgender people and people with disabilities. I guess they kind of throw them in the same pot there, but anyway, they, they passed a new law. Uh, Vietnam took a big step. Here, Lou, my friend Lou, stepped forward by urging practitioners to end discrimination in medical care. Israel lifted its surrogacy ban and Taiwan made landmark ruling allowing a man to legally adopt his husband's non-biological child. Wow. That was in where? Taiwan. Oh, my God. So you see, folks, I'm only on number 10 on the list of 90, 99 good news stories you probably didn't know about. So, you know, contrary to popular belief, the world is not ending. It's not falling apart. It's There are so many good things going on and so many people that care and so many people that are doing their share to change things. It is, it is heartwarming and worthy of Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's <laughs> acknowledgements. Let's say that. Um, in news that did make the headlines, the Department of Justice reported between 2012 and 2021, the rates of violent victimization in the United States, robbery and sexual and aggravated and, and simple assault declined in the United States, declined from 26% to 16% per 1,000. Youth crime fell to its lowest level on record. This is in the United States, folks. And so, so we think, oh, the, the younger generation is, they're horrible. They're doing all these horrible, no. <laughs> and so did the number of young people being prosecuted, given tens of thousands of teens a second chance. How about that? That's in our own country. Think again, 26% uh, robbery, sexual, aggravated, and simple assault declined from 26% per 1,000 people to 16%. This is the U.S. of A. So while we chide on about how bad things are getting, there is some good news. <laughs> um. After, okay, number 12, <laughs> moving along <laughs> to number 12. And, oh, after decades of stalemate, the gun lobby, a gun safety debate took 
uh, looks like it might finally shifted this year. The United States Congress took its first significant act on gun safety in nearly three decades. 45 new gun safety laws were adopted in states. 95% of gun lobby bills were uh, gun lobby bills were blocked. Uh, that's the bad part. But anyway, we'll, we'll focus on the good that um, the United States Congress took its first significant act on gun safety, safety in nearly three decades. So 45 new gun safety laws were adopted. I, I, yeah. uh, crime fell in the United Kingdom. It was down 28%. Robbery was down 23%. Uh, two of the world's most uh, worst landmine-affected con uh, continents, countries continue to make steady progress. Angola reported that more than 10 million, um, uh, whatever those bombs are, uh, to end its civil war. And, and Cambodia marked the 30th anniversary of its removal of the program, which had made landmine uh, safe land safe for 9 million people and reduced deaths from 4,320 due to landmines in 1996. Remember, that was Princess Diana's cause to less than 100 in, 19, in 2021. Pakistan passed a, a four human rights bills, including one that for the first time outlawed torture by security forces and police. Wow. And both the Dominican Republic and Spain passed legislation in Enshrining the rights of domestic workers, giving them the rights to men. It goes on and on and on. I don't know where to, where to, where, where I, so that is just human rights. There's also a bunch in conservation, successes in conservation. Um, what other category? There's a global health improvements. Um, these decarbonization, which is climate change. Uh, is there's all sorts of things. There's 90, again, there's 99 things that went unreported, well, were reported, but, you know, they need to be, um, oh, and development. The pandemic, you know, this, this is interesting. The pandemic created a major setback for poverty reduction in efforts worldwide, but in 2022, we were also reminded of the decade of progress that came before it. Uh, in Nepal, for example, it reduced its poverty from 39% to 17% and achieves its largest ever reduction in the proportion of people deprived of sanitation. I mean, listen, <laughs> are the first world problems, uh, mm -hmm. it fell from 60% in 2011 to 21% in 2019. Well, that's a little bit before 2020, but it's on a, it's on a good trend. So I don't know. That's all the, um, that's all. I see that my phone was ringing and I can't really answer it until I have a music break. So if you want to call during a music break, I will toss that out there. There's a progress on animals. <laughs> it's all, it's all good folks. Um, And the, the ending commentary, it says, uh, which I want to share with everyone, if we want to change the story of the human race in the 21st century, 
We have to change the stories we tell ourselves. Wow. Yes. And that <laughs> that goes to all that social media BS that's out there. So you might say, I am hopeful. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to play a hopeful song. <laughs> What makes that little old ant Think he'll move that rubber tree plant Anyone knows an ant Can't move a rubber tree plant But he's got high hopes He's got high hopes He's got high apple pie In the sky So anytime you're getting low stairs go just remember that ant oops there goes another rubber tree plant a hole in a dam no one could make that ram scram he kept butting that dam cause he had high hopes he had high hopes he had high apple pie in the sky hope so anytime you're feeling bad instead of feeling sad just remember that ram Oops, there goes a billion kilowatt dam. Oops, there goes a billion kilowatt dam. Problem curve flop. Oops, there goes another problem curve flop. Yes, we can solve problems here in our world and around the world. I, I just want to say, um, on another note, too, I know we all listen to all these schmaltzy Christmas songs and all the, and uh, it's easy to get, uh, I don't know, to get maudlin and then, um, and to maybe be sad and maybe feel, uh, a little alone this time of year, especially, especially if you've lost family or friends, uh, during the year. And, uh, for a lot of people, it's been a very difficult year. And when the holidays come around, it's a reminder of all those difficulties because there's some comparison to this holidays and past holidays. And let's just say it's a new holiday. And so my suggestion, 
and I don't know everything and I don't have the answer for everything, but the nicest thing, they say the gift of giving is really nice. And I have to agree, just reach out to someone, you know, um, and send them a nice message, send them a, a, an unexpected text message that says you think about them or an unexpected email that says, uh, you've changed my world and I'm glad you're in it. Just anything uh, and spread the, spread the feelings. It comes back. It definitely comes back. And, um, it, like I said, it can be a, a terribly difficult time, uh, for a lot of people. And for a lot of people, it can be a very wonderful time of the year, which we all hope it is for everyone. Right. I, um, was cruising, uh, the internet, um, for news and I saw a, uh, I don't know, for, for me, there's a lot of Christmas music, but one Christmas type of music was Tchaikovsky and um, the Nutcracker. The Nutcracker Suite, the the, uh, the uh, opera of the Nutcracker Suite. And so last night I was looking around and there is a recent, it was just about a year and a half ago, prior to the invasion in Ukraine, a ballet troupe that was doing Waltz of the Flowers. And um, if you haven't listened to Tchaikovsky's Waltz of the Flowers or any of the music from the Nutcracker Suite by Tchaikovsky, it, it's, I mean, I sat there and I have to admit, I cried. I couldn't help it. Sorry, folks. <laughs> but it was this beautiful, beautiful images from Ukraine and their opera house and their culture and their people and uh i was so compelled by it and so uh, mesmerized and it i well i posted it on my facebook page just to say let's think of them this time of year and let's celebrate our freedom and hope that one day that they're back in a spot that's better than that they're in now and have that freedom themselves that we enjoy so much every day to be able to say what we want about whom we want with respect. Um, and they don't have that. And they're being challenged by a big country at their doorstep. And so anyway, if you have a chance, uh, it's on YouTube. You can look at, or you can go to my webpage or my Facebook and the, watch that ballet from with the nutcracker and the music from the nutcracker that there's the sugar plum fairies, <laughs> I should say that's one of the songs. And then there's the March of the toy soldiers. So it's, it's very Christmassy music to me. It's all Tchaikovsky and uh, you can listen to all the fabulous orchestras around the world that have performed uh, his music and spend a good half hour um, just glow basking in the afterglow of uh, a wonderful artistic uh, thingy there, you know, so I, I, I should also add that um, if you know someone who may be feeling very low and and uh, it might be appropriate to suggest, or maybe it's yourself, that uh, there is a there are resources out there. Um, one of my favorite is the Trevor Project, uh, and that's eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six, and you can always. Um, Find them online, Trevor Project. Uh, there's a 
local number that you can call. It's 800 as well, 800-273-8255, 800-273-8255. And there's also, which was just happened, I think, I don't know if it's last week or the week before I talked about it, there is a new helpline, which a national helpline, which I think, honestly, is going to save a lot of lives, folks. <laughs> It's it's important, and it's um, it's uh, instead of nine one one for help in a in a, a life threatening emergency, it's nine eight eight for help in a life saving emergency, and that's for crises. Uh, so uh, share that number. It's really simple, nine eight eight, and uh, it will put you in touch with various resources and help. And a friendly voice, and a and a and a good person to listen to, what's going on. So, that's my word for today. And don't forget to smile to everyone on the street and give them a, you know, you never know. You never know. What's it? Robin Williams said, "Those who are suffering are the ones that are really good at covering it up." So, yeah. That's my deal, and that's the way of the world, as it, as it were.
of fire earth wind and fire i never get tired of that song um if you were listening a little bit ago on kxfm 104.7 craig and rainbow radio shameless plug there uh the 99 good news stories you probably didn't hear in 2022 that i was uh waxing on about uh the few i wanted to tell you where you can get in touch with them um they have a newsletter, and uh, you can uh, submit your email and, and, and get their newsletter. It's called Future Crunch and the Progress Network. So just Google Future Crunch and the Progress Network, and um, you can get in touch with them and get all the – they keep a pulse on what's going on around the world. We're all one global family, right? I mean, we can't decide that we're in this alone, Um the, as uh, who was it said the world is flat you know we you can see around the globe so easily now that we couldn't see before so yeah so the 99 good news stories you probably didn't hear about in 2022 is, is a good read <laughs> I, I you know I skipped so many uh I think I wanted to touch on one more here um in human rights. Pakistan passed four human rights bills, including one that for the first time outlawed torture by security forces and police, and both the Dominican Republic and Spain passed legislation enshrining the rights of domestic workers. Uh, and also there was a watershed moment in Mar in the Moroccan labor rights in 2022 with the government extending paid paternity leave, extending it from three to 15 days. <laughs> and uh, Poland welcomed over 2 million Ukrainian refugees. Think about that. We're <laughs> Could you imagine 2 million people coming into the United States, what the roar would be? <laughs> But Poland, who we always make jokes about the Poles, you know, but welcomed over 2 million Ukrainian refugees with open arms this year. Private citizens spent $2.1 on aid. The government spent $3.4 and 1.2 million Ukrainians were granted access to health care, education, and social benefits. Imagine that. Bringing them in, <laughs> I, I'm going to get all um, emotional here. Attitudes changed too. 80% of the polls now support taking in refugees, fleeing violence and war, up from 49% in 2018. Oh, my goodness. I just hope that um, this Ukraine thing gets resolved sooner than later. Go watch the, the ballet send them do something <laughs> i don't know what you could do but anyway imagine that and in the time a time when it's christmas and the holidays i'm going to read that one more time just say to poland welcomed over two million ukrainian refugees with open arms this year 
private citizens, like would be if it were the United States, you and I, spent $2.1 billion on aid. The government spent $3.4 billion. These numbers just, they're unbelievable. And 1.2 million on Ukrainians, uh, and 1.2 million Ukrainians were granted access to health care. So not only did they bring them in, they gave them health care, education, and social benefits. Attitudes in the process, you would think, well, they, you know, more people would say, oh, no, we can't do that. It's this, you know. Attitudes changed. 80% polls now support taking in refugees, fleeing violence, and war. Now, is, if that's not a Christmas message, I don't know what is. I mean, send a letter to some poll somewhere and, and tell them what a wonderful thing it is that their country is doing uh, in, human, in, the, in the name of humanity, please. Yeah, that is just amazing. Oh, all right. I'm going to... I'm going to do a song here and pull myself together. <laughs> oh, my love is love. My darling, I've hungered for your touch. A long, lonely time. Time can do so much 
you'd have to have a cold, cold heart not to appreciate that rendition of Unchained Melody. And it's about love is love. And I think everyone is deserving of some love, and especially this time of year. Speaking of love, all the countries where homosexuality is illegal. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that, it's actually a good story. So, uh, This is in uh, the Caribbean, Central America and the Caribbean, or Caribbean, I don't know, I don't know, I just say. <laughs> We're well into a new decade, but, decade, but equality for the LGB, LGBTQ plus people around the world continues not to be a given. In fact, part of the LGBT community can often mean a prison sentence or even death. Instead, while it's true that over 25 countries around the world have legalized same-sex marriage, and that about as many allow for joint adoption by same-sex couples, it is also true that same-sex activity is illegal in over 70 countries. So, uh, the Caribbean nation of Barbados is no longer one of those countries. There is the good story, (laughs) the good part. On December 12th of this month, the high court voted to strike down the sanctions of the Sexual Offenses Act. It's probably one of those colonial era things. <laughs> Sorry, Lynn. That criminalized homosexuality and, oh, buggery, definitely one of those colonial things. And serious indecency crimes. Oh, my. Buggery and serious indecency crimes. Which had a potential sentence of life imprisonment. Can you imagine that? So you cared about someone and loved them so much that you kissed them, and that's being gay, and you're going to have a life sentence. Um, Anyway, this is a resounding victory for the LGBTQ people in Barbados, said Tia Baron, chief executive of the legal advocacy organization Human Dignity Trust. Barbados has followed in the footsteps of two other Caribbean or Caribbean countries who decriminalized homosexuality in 2022. So, see, 2022 had some steps forward, folks. St. Kitts and Nevis and Antigua and Barbuda. Six other countries in the region are still on the wrong side of history, including Jamaica, Guyana, Dominica, and Grenada. So, you know, I, I said... Somewhere in there there was some good news, so there is. Here's some other good news. Card up court, this is in uh, the United States, so local. (laughs) Court upholds Connecticut's transgender athletic policy. So it was challenged twice because they included some transgender, transgender ladies into a sports activity, and twice it was saying, well, it's okay. So, a federal appeals court on Friday dismissed a challenge to Connecticut's policy of allowing transgender girls to compete in high school sports. I mean, if you're transgender and you want to and you want to compete in high school sports, I think it would be so affirming and such a positive thing that you can be a part of the well, part of it uh, anyway. So it was rejected. Uh, their argument was rejecting arguments by four trans uh, cisgender runners who said they were unfairly forced to race against transgender athletes. A three-judge panel in the second U.S. Court of Appeals in New York City upheld the lower court's judge dismissal of the lawsuit challenging the policy. The panel said that the four cisgender 
athletes lacked standing to sue. And standing is a very important thing when you want to sue. In part because their claims that they were deprived of wins, uh, state titles, and athletic scholarship are opportunities were speculative. Yep. All four plaintiffs regularly compete at the state track champions as high school athletes, where plaintiffs, plaintiffs had the opportunity to compete for state titles in different events, the decision said, and on numerous occasions, plaintiffs were indeed champions, finishing first in various events, even sometimes when competing against transgender athletes. So there you go. They challenged it twice and they pushed it away twice. <laughs> now we'll move on to Poland again. <clears throat> and I like this one. Uh, Polish president... Andrzej, A-N-D-R-E-Z-I-Z-E-J, Andrzej Duda, let's just say Mr. Duda, <laughs> President Duda, D-U-D-A, said on Thursday that he would, uh, for a second time again, refuse to sign a law opposed, a proposed, uh, in, into law, proposed reforms to education, which critics say would limit students' access Two lessons on issues such, such as LGBT rights. So in other words, he says it's okay. And he's the president of Poland. And he stood, stood twice against other, <coughs> I think, <coughs> excuse me, I might characterize as narrow-minded, but um, that's my opinion. The law would have increased the power of government-appointed school supervisors to make decisions about who can provide extracurriculum lessons in school? The reform had been criticized as some, uh, as they said, it would stop NGOs asserting schools as well as make it easier for fire to fire school principals who won't abide by the school supervisor's recommendations. So in other words, if you said we don't have, we want only um, anti-gay literature, and you don't reform, you can be fired. And they didn't think that was fair. Duda said he reached letters, uh, had received letters of protest from parents and educators. And I've decided not to sign this law. I understand that this will calm a large part of our society. We need peace today. We need social peace, political peace, he said. I think he's getting fed up with it. <laughs> we need peace so that's my new, that's the, the latest news. And I am sad to say that this has been a fun, I don't know, I enjoy them more and more. I don't know. I enjoy myself more and more. <laughs> How does that happen? Oh, Lord, Craig, you got to You got to I mean, Jesus. I mean, no, let's not say that. I, Anyway, it's been a great Saturday morning so far. Get out there and go to Saturday Market and buy some extra Christmas items. Um, don't go to Trader Joe's; they're out of eggs. <laughs> Believe me, I you know Trader Joe's I, they they got tons of eggs. And I went in yesterday. Naria one was found. Not I. I guess there is some concerns out there regarding uh, some uh, flu, bird flu stuff going on. So. As part of it, the eggs all disappeared or the panic ensued. I don't know which or a combination of both. Anyway, if you're making an egg souffle, <laughs> you're just kind of going to be out of luck, I think. I, I think there's been a run on eggs. But 
it's a first world problem, you know. There's a lot of other things out there. You can get a 20-pound ham if you want. It's not a problem. So thank you for tuning in. I'm going to play one last song as we take it away and uh, uh, that I think is appropriate. And 